Hey friend, it's Coy Robinson with NBC Sports. Let's talk some story. The AP Top 25 college football preseason poll is out, and Alabama's number one. Here's the top 10. You ready? Alabama number one, two, Ohio State, three, Georgia, four, Clemson, five, Notre Dame, six, Texas A&M, seven, Utah, eight, Michigan, nine, Oklahoma, 10, Baylor. So let's just stop right there. Let's take a breather. If your team was mentioned, congratulations. If not, better luck next time. Maybe they're in the next 15, depending on where you live, depending on what school you support. But let's focus in on why are we reading this? Why are we talking about it on our walk? Does it matter? Yes, it kind of matters, kind of doesn't. I feel the whole projection thing is tough for me. You know, I like to know, for instance, I look at it a lot like weather. You know, like there's a 30% chance of humidity. That's helpful. You can prepare, you can plan. Okay, there's a 40% chance of rain. So that, that is helpful to a certain extent. Because it is interesting when you look at this, at least I feel this, I don't know if you feel this, but I feel like there's, an, there's like this inevitability in college football where it's kind of like that game. I don't know if you ever played that game in the arcade. I used to love arcades. I used to go all the time. But there's like all these pegs. And there was an arcade at the movie theater where, I, where I'm from in San Antonio. And I would just go there and just play like all sorts of games I only think I think I went to a movie and then just like spent two hours in the arcade. But there's this game that I love, which I don't know why I love it. But there's all these pegs and there's you can drop a metal ball from the top, right? And there are three, I think, in results, and you just have to choose. You have to guess ahead of time with a projection. Which will it be? Left, middle, right? And it just drops the ball in from the top and it ricochets off the pegs, and you win, you lose. That's kind of how I feel with college football, where there's 25 teams, there's four spots in the college football playoff as of right now. And it's like, who's going to win? At a certain point, you feel like Alabama has a spot reserved, kind of like a table at some sort of exclusive chic restaurant where it's like, oh, no one's allowed to sit there. Only Alabama can sit there. So, okay, okay, maybe there's three left. And then you have another SEC team. And then there's two left. And you have one more heritage program, like an Oklahoma or something, right? A Michigan. And then there's like one spot left, an at-large kind of bid left. for Maybe someone could break through and this is their big break, and maybe they get maybe they get a shot. That's kind of how I feel. There's this inevitability. So let's look at last year. How inevitable was it? Does the game play out the way that it feels like it plays out? Alabama was number one. If you remember, Cincinnati made it, Michigan made it, and Georgia made it, in addition to Alabama. Three of those four teams were in the top ten. Georgia was number five. Cincinnati was number eight. Michigan wasn't even in the top 25. That's, but, but once again, that's the heritage program where you're thinking, okay, well, if any given year, if a team's going to sneak in outside the top 25, of course it would be something like a Michigan, right? It would be like a team, like a USC in Michigan, like a heritage program, like a Texas, something like that, where it, it's essential to the book, the tome that is college football. That's like the one, it's not going to be in that large program doing a Cinderella story. You know, it's going to be an established program on a comeback, and even Cincinnati, it felt like Cincinnati, they were the first group of five school to make the college football playoff. It felt like that was a Cinderella story. But the, the, the reality is that they were number eight in the preseason poll, right? So it almost is like, that's like upper middle class going to the next level. Like that, you know, that's not, that's not a Cinderella story. That's not a Cinderella story. They were, they were eight. So that brings us back to this year. How do we read this poll? Well, defending national champions, Georgia, jump out. I think it's interesting that Ohio State leapfrogged them. I think that's a mistake. But I think Alabama squarely gets number one. When I look at 
the the rest of this projection, to me, what I like to do is think, okay, well, let's just get a, a taste. Like I said, 30% humidity, 40% chance of rain. What does that mean in football terms? Well, how's the SEC doing as a conference? How is the ACC doing as a conference? You know, just understanding, well, what is the health of your conference? Because right now we're in the middle of a lot of uncertainty and instability within college football. A lot of conferences are getting shaken up. So you want to see, this is a great way to see the health of, of certain conferences. So you look at the top 10, you're going to have three SEC schools listed there, Alabama, Georgia, and Texas A&M. Technically, I know Oklahoma is going to the SEC, so I guess it's like three and a half if you, if you want to be generous there. But what this tells me is what we already know. The SEC is super top heavy. What's interesting, though, is everyone talks about the strength of conference. You look at the top 25, there are three other SEC schools. Uh, they're all in a row, 19 through 21, Arkansas, Kentucky, Ole Miss, in, in that order, right? By the way, Kentucky's blooming as a program. It's really interesting. But to me, when, when we look at that, you think, okay, well, there's no, other, there's no other conference that can compete with the SEC, right? I mean, six teams in the top 25? What if I told you that the ACC is well-represented? They have five schools in the top 25. So this is what I mean. It's kind of like this, it's like this illusion, right? That, but the, the thing that the SEC has going for it is that they have 30% of the top 10. Granted, you know, the Big 12 has 20% and the Big 10 has 20%. So we're kind of splitting hairs here. But I do think it's a really interesting uh, note that I want to pull out for you. That there's not a, as big of a gap as you would think between the SEC and other conferences. But that's how I look at preseason polls. We'll see what happens when they actually start playing football. I'm Corey Robinson with NBC Sports. I'd love to hear what you think. Please reach out to me on social media using the hashtag CoreyStory. Story.